Good magic freaking evening, everybody. Hello, my dotlings. We made it to the end of another day. We have made it to the middle of another day for us vampirial psychics. <laughs> I've been up since like 6.45. Oh, I've been up since yesterday. Lord, get some sleep, Asen. Asen will get sleep when mystic customers are taken care of. All right, let's just go all into this shit first. Let's get this off the coffee table before we even get into work. <laughs> so, if everyone has heard of the metaverse by now. It's all over your business packaging. It's all over the freaking internet. Here's the fun shit it's doing. Yeah, I'm trying to get my... This, it's down the road, but I'm going to try and get my uh, Facebook link to my website to do all that shit. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. It'll be done probably by Friday because we are hard coding the fuck out of this. Is what Mystic is doing. One right. by one, we're hard coding you guys. I know I'm trying to do an outline for what I want to done with the website right now because I know I've got like I'm gonna wait till all this cools down before I hand it off as long as my links work. But like I've got a bunch of stuff I wanted to change. That's fine, but. If it is interlinking, guys, if you are a business owner, you need to get up with the metaverse because Zucker is doing a lot of Zuckering um, and a lot of closing API accesses. We even had a problem tonight coming into stream. I am like, what the fuck? Mercury is out of goddamn retrograde. Get the hell off my damn work desk. Zucker. I think this is all like post shadow. Mm hmm. I don't well, see the pre-shadow, and I always hate pre and post shadow because that's when shit falls apart. It's just most of the damn year. Yes, but for right now, but for those that are wondering what happened, for a while now, Mystic customers have enjoyed the appointment setting section on one account, and it interlinked with everybody's website, and everybody had a great time here. Until Dottie said something and the universe said fuck. No, until well, Dottie did say something. Dottie did say something, and Dottie didn't know what she was saying, but she was fucking right. And it, Dottie the psychic, y'all. I called that one. Well, you called that one, and same at the first time I thought, girl, we are a little busy. You know, calm yourself down. Go back over to your big podcast that you've paid a ton of fucking money with and deal with our asshole. While we get things settled down for you here. Oh, no. We did dream interpretation on the, the podcast today. It's like the second time I've had him almost run over. Like We don't want to even go into my damn dreams. So, yeah. So, all our plugins that go into Facebook, you guys, if you are going to, like, Dottie's site and seeing an Ace and Night link... Go to Dottie's Facebook and message her directly. She will have new buttons in a little while. Because literally, they're on my notepad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, Dottie. Exactly. <laughs> we walked into here tonight. You guys couldn't have seen us because there was a background over top of us. And I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? I've never had it do that before. Never. Never. Because I but found you know it's interlinking with Facebook because that's where we broadcast to you guys. By the way, if 
your stream goes down, go to our YouTube pages. Please go to our YouTube pages and like and subscribe there because we don't know what the Zucks is going to pull again. But the, he's basically throwing a tantrum tantrum from Congress. No, Zucker, you can't own the entire fucking internet. It's scary. He might. I'm sure he's trying. Metaverse situation. I said in, t in an interview, I made an offhanded comment when they said, so what service you should I said, well, I do video, I do in person, I do phone, I do text. In 10 years, I'll do hologram. What's scary is he's moved that scale up to about six. Three. We got to get ahead of the scammers. <laughs> well, true. Like, I'm going in and designing... Well, I already have one avatar in Second Life. I'm just going to copy my avatar over to Metaverse. Maybe that's a good place to do readings. I have, can do readings in Second Life. Guys, I have a table built for me. You can sit there and even shuffle the cards with your avatar, and we can do a real-life reading. So, yeah, you can come find me in Second Life. It's Ace and Night everywhere. You can find me. I can do readings there. Come on over to my adorable that? apartment. How much do you pay for Second Life? Um, I think we spend about $30 every six or eight months whenever we want new clothes. <laughs> Literally. That might be an option. It's a great option. You just got to set it up. It takes a little bit of while to get used to, but I like my Second Life. Always trying to keep the options on the table. I need to finish setting up my WhatsApp. I done that yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I done my metaverse WhatsApp yesterday or business WhatsApp. We struggled. We struggled through and finding. Oh, it's actually a business WhatsApp for businesses. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Oh, there's one more thing on my table. I'm getting the, I'm getting my outline for my website done first because, like, that's mm -hmm. where I've been sending everyone. I know. And we've got to make it functional before we even redecorate. Yeah. What was our topic for tonight? Surviving relationships. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Right now, I'm barely surviving my relationship with my computer, let alone somebody else. Well, I thought we'd talk about this because this is actually something that gets treated this morning. It was probably like half my readings was about this. People realizing respect. Oh, my God. It, it is. You know, when you call it the season of the black card, I'm like, and ding. It's the season of the run for the black rose. Starts out with season of the black card, a.k.a. Val a.k.a. Halloween, runs into the... Uh, What's pretty, aka Christmas, and then goes right into um, Run for the Black Rose or Valentine's Day all the way through. As I tell you know, everyone, I am not available for shit between October 30th, well, October 15th to February 18th. Aston is in the office, in the on the camera somewhere. No, avoidance is not the same thing as surviving. Avoidance is aggravation. Here's a good one. If you're dating a hustler like me, like Dottie, like anyone else that owns their own business, you need to ask yourself, 
if he was working a nine to five Monday through Friday, would I be expecting this? Would I be expecting that? If the answer is no, then you're over expecting from your independent hustling man that you want to be a rich bit. You know, if you want to be the rich bitch and take care of you, then you need to let him work. See, avoidance versus surviving, like in a relationship. Yeah. Avoiding I think either one's a freaking red flag, baby. Huh? Either one's a red flag. Yeah. Surviving is when you just tolerate everything they do. Well, that reaches a line. Right. The other one is using terms that you think that are yours for me. Oh, like um, I've been hot in days. Oh, I heat it up, honey. You know, I bring the heat. Oh, no, I mean by avoiding a relationship. That ain't survival, honey. That's shutting down fields. Um, example define the word, defining words for them. Okay, avoiding, are you avoiding a specific relationship, like a person? Divide, defining your your definition for words, especially words like cheating. Uh, yeah, you know what? Here's the thing. When it comes to that, a lot of things can fly in a polyamorous relationship that don't fly in a monogamous relationship. But you really, you got to know exactly where your line is and you got to stick to it and you got to, you want to keep those, those boundaries well defined. Yeah. And if they're, and if, you know, my daddy always said sauce for the goose with sauce for the gander, don't expect more than what you're getting. Mm -hmm. And don't give more than what you're getting. But no, example, Dottie, what's your definition of cheating? My definition of cheating at this point, I think really, um, I don't know, because the difference between cheating when I talk to keen customers and my personal definition are different. If I'm talking to a keen advisor, I'm assuming that they have a monogamous relationship, that they're a monogamous person, and I kind of cut the line when they are having intimate relationships with other people, not necessarily sexual, yeah. but like if you're giving all your secrets to somebody else, that's the same as a very that's wet an emotional cheat. I do believe in emotional cheating, but here's again, like this is one of those lines. All these girls are like, he's talking to other men or he's talking to other women. Yep. I'm like, are you talking to other men? Like, is this a, is this talking to other women in, in the office space? Is he just a flirt? Yeah. That's another word you have to define, flirting. You know, me telling Donnie, damn, you look hot in that hat, but I really prefer you in a business suit. Is that flirting with Dottie or is that complimenting Dottie? Well, it's definitely complimenting from you because I know your partner is probably, I don't think your tastes lean in my direction. No, darling, they don't. Although there's a few pictures of you, I'm like, damn, I know who I need to hook her up with. <laughs> I know I need to work with a breast binder more. I could get that thing to look like these double D's start to look like pecs. I'm like, yes. 
impressed, Spider My ass. Let's get an expansion, a couple rolls of duct tape, honey. I'll have you built like a shit brick house all the way down. Oh God, I can't do the ace bandage. Like you know, I've I actually I tried to dress like I don't know why I had this in my mind, but I was gonna dress like a man. So I went out and I got me a man shirt, mm -hmm. which I still wear. I love it. Um, I don't know where it is right now. Now that I think about that out loud. I don't know what I did. I may have given it away at this point. Who knows? But a pair of cargo pants, which I've never seen any man actually wear, by the way, just FYI. And I took the uh, ace bandage and I wrapped it. I got a good wide one and pressed them down. And like that ace bandage fell while I was out. I'm like, this is as close to dysphoria as I ever cared to fucking be. I can't imagine living all my life like that. Like, Mm -hmm. Well, and again, it's discussing that, you know, what is your level, you know, and this is some, it's, I don't like people throwing labels on people or people throwing labels on me, but, you know, you have to discuss what those labels mean if you carry them. Here's an example. I don't know, TikTok that's getting a lot of damn attention that I'm either a vampire or I'm neurodivergent. <laughs> mutually exclusive i could be both i'm probably both now you're up too much during the day that's true and i'm seeing you in the sun honey you don't even glisten i got the pale look going on uh-huh but how much of that is face powder none of it none of it wow. right now is face powder. girl we gotta book you some tanning sessions hail to the no i this bitch does not tan I freckle. I, I've got two colors. Pale ass white and lobster. Get you some voodoo. It'll take care of you. It'll make you, make you a nice golden brown. I can't even imagine me golden brown. I would... I would ugh. Like, I'm not saying that against anything tanning. If you like to tan, that's that's you, boo. You do you. Uh-huh. But, um... I like... I like my skin color. <laughs> I know. I'm picking at you, but that's literally conversations people get into in relationships. So oh you have to God. define terms. So I gotta so we're gonna go back to the pale thing real quick because I've uh -huh. got a funny story. So we went down to the BLM March in Ashland, which I actually did a video on. Yes. Um Ashland March for Change. And I took my friend Raw because this was during all the protests and things, and we're like, okay. We were scared till we got there and realized that, you know, everything was kind of under control. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to turn into a riot. But all my all my friends, we're a bunch of pale bitches. We're a bunch of pale bitches. And they were coming up to him and I, I was absolutely fucking mortified. He just laughed it off. I was mortified, but every one of them was like, look how white I am. No, I'm paler than you. And they're having like a pale contest, like right next to him because, you know, he's my, my black friend. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's just like, no, I don't know why, but white women do that to me all the time. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but here's the thing. He had no problem with it. He was like, oh, please. Y'all guys need to go sit in the sand. Go sit in the sun for a little bit. Or something. I don't know. Well, we're not... <laughs> we're we're nerdy book type people, so we don't... Yeah. We don't have. 
No. No. But, you know, the, these are conversations that you need to be having with partners. You need to be discussing things, especially if you come from different cultures. Oh, my God. It is interesting watching someone that you're dating get upset when someone else misuses your culture. And you're like, oh, I get this all the time, honey. I usually don't run into that. Maybe it's because I don't have a whole lot of culture. Yeah. Um, we were hosting a game night and one and one a group of our friend two of our friends, another couple was having problems out of the car and they had gotten taken at a mechanic. Oh. And they said the G word. And lovely Techie Joe about lit the roof on fire. God? No. Gypped. Gypped. Oh. Yeah. I was like, honey, I'm not Jewish. I'm Romney. And that word in itself really pisses me off. But they weren't talking about me or my culture. Stop getting offended. I have other things to go do. Right. I need to go check the chili. Sorry, right, that was gross, and I just did that on a live stream. Woohoo, you took off a Band-Aid. Oh, no, I like, my Band-Aid is fraying. I'm trying to leave it on till like, I get ready to go to bed. I Mercury retrograde, it was so funny, because, like, my friend was like, eh, at least nobody got injured during Mercury retrograde. Last day was last Thursday, the 3rd, and I managed to smash my finger between an appliance and a wall. Day before yesterday, it was healing. Mm-hmm. Was doing its thing. I wasn't wearing a bandaid on it. I was, it was, you know, it was doing okay. It was still skinned, but it was healing. Day before yesterday, I go to help a friend uh, throw away a bunch of trash, and I skinned it, and it just bled everywhere. Please tell me you cleansed it. Yeah. Like real cleanse, pulled out the rubbing alcohol, the hydroperoxide, the betadine. There is no fucking way I was going to pour alcohol on an open wound like that. No, you're not supposed to do that. Works just fine. Heals up without a scar. Uh, we don't need Dottie with lockjaw. Girls like scars, and I got my shots. Okay. As long as you got your shots, we can't have you having rabies. That would be scary. Because <laughs> that would get a lot, honey. Between the pale look and the fact that I usually have half my head shaved, if I got lead poisoning, it'd be a long damn time before somebody noticed. Probably <laughs> when your skin started cracking, we would pay attention. Or the red eyes, you know, the red eyes, I'd have to say, Dottie, honey, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but go to bed. It's unimportant. It's you've had enough. Go to bed. <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking about relationships, aren't we? Yes. Uh, Let's talk about after it's over with. 
Oh my God! You know survival tips. Bible tips. Survival of the breakup tips. Oh, survival of the breakup tips. Like we're breaking out the Bible, then I am way out of my league. I never read that thing. Oh, I've read it so many times I can quote it better than most evangelical Christians. You know, that's something I've noticed amongst like the pagan community. There's always like it seems like people go one of two ways. They either read it front to back so that they can quote it at assholes, or they're just like why? I, well, I went like why? Like, I got time I got things to do with my life. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, that normally I find that is with those that have been stuck into the religion by force or torture. I technically declare my childhood both when it comes to that. <laughs> and I'm really surprised because, you know, yeah, it was really interesting. You know, dad used to teach and, you know, minister and you've got to know the Bible. you got to know the Bible. The sword of God will protect you. Fine. Fucking memorize the damn thing. Now I find myself using it more so to correct people. Like, uh, no, Mark didn't say that. That was James, and that was actually over in John's book. Or our favorite evangelical here lately that's causing a scary stir. Oh, God. I know where you're going with this. Was it Pastor... Um... Leg. Leg. I tell you what, they're frightening out there. And he was saying that children with autism are demon-possessed. I am like, someone get up there and, and take this crazy man off the stage. Right. They, oh, my God. Like, I mean, I... That is so uneducated. Like, I've always kind of heard this where... Um, you know what? Let's get back on subject, because this is not... Yeah, this ain't where we're going tonight, guys. Okay, survival. Surviving a relationship. Oh, God. Communicate. Talk. Yeah. They Communicate are not psychics. Come to us for readings. Expect your partner to know that you want a Pacific cologne for Valentine's Day and flowers for Valentine's Day. Ain't happening unless you tell them. Amazon is a wonderful tool. You can create a list. Men no longer have to guess what you want and buy you a vacuum for Valentine's Day. Unless you want it. You know, if you ask for a, a vacuum, that's one thing. That is okay. But, like, honestly, if you want something specific, like, that's one thing you got to discuss. Yeah. If you're not talking, then you're not really in a relationship anymore. No. Nah. Another thing that people disagree with me about is it's good to argue. It's real good to argue. It's a thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I can understand why it's good for two people to have differing opinions. And I, I you know, if you're in a space with somebody who's like, especially somebody like me who has depression or other, you know, mental health issues. There is going to be a time where you have to argue and kind of push to get things you need or get them to do what they need to do for themselves. Mm -hmm. But there's rules to it. Yeah. You know, there's rules, there's directives. You do not insult in an argument. 
Calling someone a stupid fool that believes that they're an idiot is not a good argument. No. I mean, I've seen some successful relationships that were pretty rough. I'm like, I would not participate in that relationship, but they seem to make it work. I'm like, okay, but that doesn't make it healthy either. Well, there's people that get stuck in that um, fight, argue, break up, make up cycle. Oh, God. If it's on again and off again and on again and off again, leave it off. It's broke. Yeah, but there are couples that have been together for 70 years, and you're like, any day now, she's just going to kill him. Any day now, he's just going to go out for a pack of cigarettes, even though he don't smoke, and not come back. Right. And they just stay, and they enjoy it. And when you go and go, why the hell do you two argue so much and stay together? We're not arguing. We're talking. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't know. The coffee cup flying through the living room might be an example. Right? Like, I'm not going to tolerate that. That is like... Yeah. Well, no, I... no, no. Like, you have to be... Here's one thing, like, you should have similar life goals. Mm -hmm. You got to figure all that out before you start signing legal documents that say that you're stuck with that person until you do other legal documents that cost a lot more money. True, and also maybe lose half your business, your retirement, and whoever, whatever else. And your credit score. Yes, credit scores. Because I promise you, and guys, this is a pre-breakup thing. If you are in a legal relationship, freeze your credit before filing the divorce papers. I know when I got my divorce, my credit was like almost 100. Mm -hmm. Need to go and check on it. I hope it didn't take a ding while all this has been going on. Then, <laughs> yeah. But no key survival tip is to talk it out, and you may want to write it out first before you talk it out. Right. Because Just sometimes gonna, you can yeah. get things locked in our heads, and it isn't factual. It's That's just true. how we're feeling. Which is debatable, especially if you have depression, anxiety, mood disorders, coming out of a trauma household, going into a non-trauma household. You're still going to read trauma. Right. I am a yeller. Uh -huh. I don't know if you can tell. I raise my voice just talking. I talk loud. I yeah. actually train myself to talk, to speak at a low pitch, loudly, uh, and slowly, because that's how old people hear you. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I got that from the nursing home and I never lost it. Well, it's like, that's why I have a tongue ring is because I'll talk so fast I had to slow down my tongue. Uh, if I start talking really fast and at a pitch only dogs can hear, I'm about to explode. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then my language like shuts down and when I stop talking, I shut down. Exactly. Healthy arguing or healthy fighting is one where there is an exchange of ideas. Not an attack of each other, but an attack of the situation. Here's one, and we can illuminate this one real quick. How dare you post that video? You didn't have blah, 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 blah. I'm not attacking what Dottie's done. I'm attacking what she could have done. I'm not attacking Dottie directly. I'm attacking the situation. 
and you do have to learn to like work to it's you have to remember that you're a partnership like i have seen so many people that like if they don't have something else to do they'll start attacking it gets bad yeah and it gets bad when there's certain issues people argue 19 percent of the time when there's money issues for women for men it's when there's job issues right which are related you know, you know they're very related but it's a security thing or an identity thing because we teach men their career is everything. Right. And you know what? There's a lot to be said about identity because, you know, if you're going through a crisis, mm-hmm. God bless whoever sticks with you. And I, I mean, because you're changing who you are and you have to grow together. Right. But, you know, if you talk to a new man and when you're first meeting, he's like, hi, my name is John and I am a construction worker or I am a lawyer, or I am a doctor, I am, I'll guarantee you if that man has a bet, let's say he's a lawyer and he loses a case, he's going to do one or two things when he gets home. Pick a fight with you or hit the bottle. Yeah, he's going to have to distress. Yeah, that's why I meant, that's why working professionals should not go home directly from work. They need to go to the gym, they need to go do some exercise, they need to go and hit the bars. Go to the pub and have a pint. Then you can come home. Right. Something to distress. And I mean, a lot of times, because you never know what you're going to, you never really know what you're going to walk to at home. But right. you try to build that stability at home where you can shut it off. Right. Because I don't care what you're doing for a living. I love being a psychic. Mm-hmm. I have to shut that shit off sometimes. Like, I'm gonna go. I I have to walk out of this room sometimes and go, Mm -hmm. No, not today. I ain't dealing with social media today. You know, I love being a business coach, I love working in design work. And there are times I have to go and set all my clients down and go, "Mm -mm, I ain't dealing with you for about three days. The messages are going to sit there, your business isn't going to explode. We're good. Lock out my booking schedule. I need time off. And that's right. something else is realizing when the relationship needs time off, i.e. they need to get out from underneath your feet. I go for a walk. Like, I will walk. Yeah. So right now. Also, I have kind of my sanctuary here. Mm-hmm. There's really only one person that I really let into my sanctuary. Luther. No, like people person like actual humanoid right well Luther and peanut they, they're why i leave my door open but like one person that actually is genuinely invited mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know and that's one other thing like your relationship people have this idea and standard when they start attaching titles like boyfriend girlfriend that's why people like yeah everything was great until we got married because whoever that person you know your partner and maybe even you had a such a different definition mm-hmm. for fiance than you did for spouse right and also responsibilities with those titles example if you go from an occasional date to one of my boyfriends, there are responsibilities for being one of my boyfriends. Right. 
You got to pay your part of the bills. You know, when you start, you got to bring me coffee. You got to remember to text me every day, you know, and lay those responsibilities out pre prehabs. Like, look, a boyfriend of mine, you need to be able to travel at least within three states on a weekend. I need you to be able to make dinner for me. I need, you know, whatever your list is, but you need to make a custom list and say, these are the responsibilities. This is one of those things, like, I know a lot of people wait until they're married to have sex. I can come up with a list of reasons. Okay, number one, you, your body is a temple. Mine is old, crumbling, and probably haunted. <laughs> well, I disagree with waiting till you get married to have sex, because here's the hard facts. What if you don't fit together? Right. Well, also, there's such a chemical change. Yes. There, you know, there are compatibility issues there that I think that, mm -hmm. like, that's one of those. There's emotional and I don't necessarily just there. mean, like, having sex, but, like, the act of sleeping in the same area mm -hmm. with another human being. Yeah. What if they snore and you're a super light sleeper? Yeah. What so. if they sleep during the day and you sleep during the night? Yeah, you have to you have to build and the like yeah, because the more this person becomes uh, part of your personal stability, yeah, the more those issues are going to clash. Yeah, quickly. It's also this is one thing like everybody who has relationship problems that comes to me. The first thing I ask like, when was the last time you were on a date? When was the last time you reminded each other why you picked each other? Like. Mm -hmm. And that's an important factor because you, if you get into long-term relationships, you got to stop dating. You got to stop having a relationship. You all start dealing with work and business and children and houses and dealing with yard men and this, that, and another. And this thing right here, more than what you deal with each other. Right. You, yeah. I mean, cause I mean, your, your life partner in some ways is always going to be an a business partner because you're mixing money in some ways. Like even if, and that's another thing that will break a relationship, money responsibilities, mm -hmm. real world Both directions though. Yeah. Some people like some people, uh, they can put all their money in one account. They can send their money to one account and work from there. I know mm -hmm. a lot of people will have like one joint account and then they'll have their own accounts separate mm -hmm. from that mm -hmm. and i know a lot of married happily married couples that keep their money 100 separate and just split the bills mm -hmm. like i'll take care of the mortgage you take care of the household bills you know yeah i mean you know an equitable split you definitely want to keep the well, not only that, but you you know, if you are making a lot more money than your partner, you gotta take that into account too. Right. You know what? That's but that's also that's also one of those traps. This is a trap because I don't know if y'all know this or not, but I have a divorce under my belt. <laughs> I've got a few divorces under my belt and I even pick out a damn good divorce attorney, but what else is now? Right. <laughs> I was lucky. Like, you know, my ex did have the decency that after we had divorced, he had the decency to fuck off. I have not seen him literally in years. And that's the way we like it. Yes.
No returns. <laughs> now, here's a question for you, Dottie. Why'd you get married? I loved him. And? I don't know anymore, and that's part of why the relationship eventually disintegrated. Truth is that he was kind of uh, a bad boy. And when I met him, he had a job and he was going to school. And it was like the moment that he got reliant on me. Mm -hmm. Like the moment. Yeah. Okay. So I'll tell you the truth. I moved in with him and immediately had a bunch of bills. And then, like, I had a pretty good paying job, so he's like, do you mind if I quit work and just finish school? I'm like, do that. Okay, that's fine. As long as you're doing something with your life, that's fine. But then he didn't complete his degree. Mm -hmm. He didn't fight or anything. Yeah. And then he wanted to sit around the house. I'm like, okay, you need to go get a job. He went and got a job at a gas station that he couldn't get to on his own. I had to take him. On yeah. top of working. Mm -hmm. like, I had a job and I had to take him back and forth to work. So you were doing double duty because you were being an Uber driver. Right. And working a real-time job. Right. And then something happened to his back. And I'm not saying that wasn't real. Uh-huh. But eventually and not too far into the relationship really once we once we were married he got in a wreck messed up his back and then he was totally reliant on me and mm -hmm. that's how i got trapped yeah because he was relying on me and i didn't have the guts to tell him to figure his own way out mm -hmm. and i think part of i was finally able to get out was i had a full mental breakdown like i didn't work for six months because i i couldn't go back to the floor and realistically i never should have um i did get a job but then i ended up getting fired from that job because i wasn't able to do i wasn't able to provide the care i would have expected for a loved one right no. um and so he had to get a job. And once he had his own income, I'm like, what am I sticking around for? Yeah, you ain't happy. Right. Business isn't working anymore. Money isn't coming into the business. He drove away my friends. Like, after I got out, I mean, I knew that there was, I knew there was this going on. Wouldn't shut up about my family. I'm like, you see my brother, like, maybe twice a year. We were, we were married for eight years. When we first got married, uh, my brother was like 16 at the time, mm -hmm. and he broke some of his shit. And he never let it go. Mm -hmm. Never let it go. He didn't take care of his stuff. Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. he would complain about not having anything, but he would destroy his thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and it's one of those things that happens a lot of times with people. And it's like, okay, why are you still in this relationship if you're so miserable? Especially if you're miserable at home. Oh, yeah. Home is your sanctuary. By golly, you best be peace at home. If there is not peace in my home, then I'm getting a new home. Right. 
Well, you know, here's the thing, like, you know, especially if you come from a stable household. Mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what happened. I came from a stable home. Mm-hmm. Mom and dad stayed married for everything, and God knows they, you know, they had issues. Yeah. They worked them out. So I believed in my wedding vows. When I took I wholeheartedly believed that to us. Which vows did you have? One of us was going to fucking die. Um, I am neurodivergent, mm-hmm. which you know, this is something I don't hear a lot of people talk about, but okay. if you already have a mental illness, you're <clears throat> much easier to gaslight. Oh, yeah. You already know that you're making mistakes, and so it's hard to pick, it's hard to tell. Okay, mm-hmm. did I really genuinely forget this? Because he always would spin the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it was mostly true. Right. He would just spin it a little bit so that he would be the reasonable one or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't know. I really, in my heart, did, didn't know whether I had messed up or if I was being lied to. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard. It's very hard to see when somebody, and once you recognize it, it's double infuriating because you're like, I, I still this day don't know some of the things. Mm-hmm. I just, I was unhappy. I'm like, okay, I'm not able to function in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I have to go. Mm-hmm. I don't, it doesn't even matter whose fault is it. It's not working. If I, if it's right. me and I need to be alone the rest of my life, that's, that is something I will have to deal with down the road. Right. Well, see with me, and I'll tell you some techniques because I came out of my first, no, my second relationship. I almost said my first marriage, my second relationship done a lot of that. That's when I started learning to journal like, all right, fine. I will write this shit down. Right. I will have it for myself later um, and keeping a planner and just documenting the shit because no, my memory sucks. I am in and out of my body half the day. I'm not here. Right. I can't remember, you know, what I cooked for dinner three days ago, much less anything else. Right. And also I think sharing when you're in that pre-dating not living together stage it's highly important to share your true daily life like take off the errors after the sixth date and share that no i work i work a lot of hours i don't have time for bullshit if you're having a serious disagreements like serious problems by the three you know, one, three, six months, if you're having them before that six month period where you're really like, maybe I should call this off, then call it the fuck off. Exactly. If you're already at six months and like, I love this guy, I really love this guy, but I don't think I can handle that, then you can't handle that for the next 10 years. Don't expect yourself to adapt to something against your core principles. Right. And don't and have your hard nose. Like, no, I yeah. do not accept this behavior, this behavior, this behavior. I don't accept being yelled at. You yell at me, you get three yells at me, and then after that you're gonna get the other side of me you don't want. I don't put up with 
not telling me where you're going. I'm not going to be, I cannot stand to have my intelligence insulted. Yeah. Not, not by somebody I love. I will not tolerate physical aggression, mm -hmm. which is another thing. Now looking back, I'm like, cause he would like pretend to hit me. He would like, and then stop short of my face. Uh huh. He never actually hit me. He never actually did anything. But he was like, you know, I have to beat the shit out of you. I was like, really? See, that would have gotten my axe. I keep an axe in the house that my grandmother used to chop kindling with. Just for stupid men. Yeah. I'd you literally give me the axe, huh? Huh? You literally, you literally give them the axe, huh? I literally give them the axe. Because they but, start like, threatening physical violence. Well, and you know, that's something I do not put up with anymore. Um, put up with for a couple of years. I was like, mm, Jason. no, this is enough of this shit. One of us going on the ground, and I don't like it there. Dottie? Dottie? Daddy. Give me a minute, guys. Hello. Hi, Daddy. Welcome back to the show. Hi. Hi. Apparently, Did you have to go knock somebody off the game system? Huh? Did you have to go knock somebody off of the game system? I don't know what happened. I don't either. Guys, we're sorry if this for rewatch crew. Sorry if this looks like total mess. We've been having technical issues for days. Oh, but no, it's just like it is insane to be insane. It is complicated, and you got to be upfront and honest with people and draw the lines. Like people hate when they first start dating me, and we get date three because date three is when I lay it out to them. If you're going to be in my life, these are the rules, these are the regulations, this is what I expect out of you, these are my pure expectations for a long-term relationship. And when it's over, this is the divorce plan. Yeah. Never, never leave things unsaid. Yeah. And don't tell me you like peas today and tomorrow you don't like peas anymore. Because guess what? For the next 30 years, you're getting peas with your pork. My ex would do that shit, too. I'm like, okay, fine, you're tired of this, but whatever. Like, don't tell me you really love something, and then three days later, you freaking hate it. I'm like, yeah. then do some of the cooking. You can't like, oh my god. So see, don't. No relationship should be one sided. Both right. people have to do work. I'll never forget. He spent three months doing nothing but going to the bathroom, eating. Sleeping and Civ Five, which is a video game. I don't hate the video game for this, but realistically, like three full months, I did. I took out the trash, I did the laundry, I did the cooking, I did all the household chores and worked. Mm -hmm. And then I would come into my, I would come to the kitchen to avoid him. Like if you re ever reach the point where you're like, I just wish he'd go back to sleep and leave me alone. You're in a bad place. 
Yep. So I can tell you what not a relationship. Yeah. Well, and that's the way you learn is hearing from people's experiences. You can tell this subject's got under my skin because I'm smoking like a freight train. Like, that's like, I mean, and it's not like there was an affection there. And that's the thing. Like, that's what reels you back in. Like, you're worried about this person's well-being. You, you still, even in a bad relationship, attached to that person, emotionally reliant in some way. If it is a very small, they're part of your day-to-day life, and there goes stability, even if they're completely unstable. Yeah. There's like, there. I mean... If y'all ever get a chance to check out the abuse cycle, oh my god, my dog's starting to cry now. Oh, I love my dog. I know it's nine o'clock. He's a little early. The other thing is to realize those abuse cycles, and they might not even realize they're doing them. And that's another thing. If my dog behaves better than you, it's time to kick. If you're not, if Luther, but I'm going to tell you if if my. Behaved as good as my as Vlad does, I'd have to get rid of them. You can't take that passive shit. I cannot take that passive shit. I cannot take. He is up my. There are times I put him in his kennel, so I can walk around the house without feeling like there's a parade behind me. You know, I get that. My, my dog's actually really well behaved. Oh, he's crying now and staring out the door and Peanut's looking at me expectantly. Let me go take care of my dogs real quick. That's okay. the most stable relationship I've ever been in. No one will ever love you like your dog does. That's debatable. So while she's going back, I'm going to talk for a little bit. Um, my green flags in a relationship was when a man tells me exactly what he had cannot do. I can't be at your house tomorrow at 5.30. I can't go out on Thursday nights or Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights. Great. Those are days I can fill stuff into my calendar. Those are time for friends. When a man has a problem with your friends, not a, you know, the friends having a problem with your man, but your man having problems with your friends, that's an issue. Welcome back, Dottie. Again. Yeah. Well, oh. you know, take a Luther break in the middle of a live stream. I'm glad he hasn't done that crap while I've been on my like live stream, but it's only twenty two o'clock. I'm like, dog, if you can't handle this, we need to talk. Yeah. We need to install a doggy door. Okay. So what are three of your green flags when you first start dating somebody? We green hear a lot about and... red flags. Let's talk green flags. Yeah, because I could go on about red flags all night long. Um, okay, so green flags. Being able to have an adult conversation about serious topics. If you can sit down with somebody and be like, okay, this is my issue. It will help. And they're solution-oriented. Green flag. That is good to go. Love that for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, another green flag is if their first reaction to a situation is to ask, what did the other person do to cause you to be angry? Like, if you're angry at somebody, we're like, that, 
and they're like kind of let you vent and like well, what did they do mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a green flag I mean, you know they're going to take your side and be your partner right uh, three green flags I mean, one more first date green flag First date green flag. Like, I will go back on a second date. Number, okay, so first green flag is being able to enjoy each other's company. Like, if you're expecting to spend your life, if you're looking for a partner, if you are interviewing for a partner, you got to be able to stand to eat with that person. Uh Like, also, you know, similarities in, like, if you talk and, like, you talk about your life goals, and they're like, that sounds great. If they want, if their life goals are compatible with your life goals, mm-hmm. that's fantastic. All right. First date green flag for me is being on time. Oh my god, yes! Like if they're late, I'm already gone. Yeah. You got. If I don't get a text, like if you're five minutes, and I didn't get a text. If you're 15 minutes late, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to, you know, things happen, shit happens. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're just leaving you unread and they're expected to be there, I'll call. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to sit down and wait. I, I want to, I want some answers. Like, where are you? Why aren't yeah. you at this restaurant? Oh, I forgot. I'm like, okay, well, then I'm obviously, you're obviously not that interested. Mm -hmm. You've either got too much shit going on in your life, and I don't need a new bag of complications, or you didn't care enough to put me on your schedule. Mm -hmm. Okay, next question for you, and then I'll answer it my way. Three relationship building tactics. Dating, like honest to God, going out, setting time aside for each other will save a relationship. It will save a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, putting together an IKEA kit. <laughs> now that'll cause a divorce. No, no. Well, it might. It's a test. It's yeah. a test. Uh huh. And if you pass, it will build up your relationship. If you can work together on a simple project without being like, look, I'll take care of it. Just go. If you have to say, I'll take care of it, you just go. Mm-hmm. Then you can't work together. Like, how are you going to handle everything else? Are you going to be like, I'll just handle it the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be with a partner who is just going to like, I'll take care of it. Because that always puts you in this disadvantaged place. Like, okay, I can help. We could uh-huh. build together, but if you're not willing to accept help, then there's nothing I can do. And that is that is a disempowering position to be in. Uh-huh. And it's not to say that, you know, there are certain things that... It's like right now I have a, you know, a person, my person. Uh-huh. And there are things that... I do that she would not touch. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> well, and that's perfectly fine. 
Okay, so my three relationship building tactics. One, share a mirror together. I don't care what meal it is. I personally prefer dinner because it's a longer conversational time. Right. Two, send an email once a week to your partner as if they weren't there. Interesting. I can see the validity in it. I used to say write him a love letter. Now I'll say send an email. And now we are not reducing it to a text message. An email. I tell you what, like morning routines, morning routines and things like that. It's the little things, like the little mm-hmm. times you spend together really do count for a lot. Yes. And you know, take 15 minutes a day to focus on the two of you. Right. Not meal related. Do not talk about anything except the two of you. How are you feeling? How did you sleep? What do you want for dinner? What's the boss done now? Right. And, and even again, it can be around a simple task, like mm-hmm. putting the dishes away. Right. Taking, taking care of medial chores, like mm-hmm. doing them together. If that makes it easier to get things done, that's a green flag. Like if having the person around makes life easier, mm-hmm. that is ultimately the biggest green flag ever. Like, if, Right. You think about it, this is the person that you're interviewing for a life partner. I mean, if you're just, you know, if you're just dating around, gotta be honest, I want to get, you know, like, and that's one of those things that kills me. I'm like, you know, you start messing around with somebody and they catch feels and you don't like you were just out there trying to get laid. Mm -hmm. That's something you got to be honest about. Mm hmm. Well, you know, what gets me and it always gets me is when, one, you don't understand your role in that person's life, and two, you don't understand, they don't get, they didn't get the job description. Right. Especially if you're in a different type of industry that they're not used to. Or, like, if you were already the other woman, he is not going to leave his wife. Depending. There are the replacers. There are other replacers, but often, like, if he's going to leave her for you, when's he going to leave you for her? Right. What's the problem? And that's yeah. something to go into is discussing why the last relationship ended. Right. In, like, date one. Was there physical violence? If so, next. Is they Are they still around them? If so, why are they still around them? If you are the other woman, and that's perfectly fine to be the secondary partner, realize that you're the secondary partner. Your Valentine's Day is February 14th or 13th, not February 14th. Your Christmas is Boxing Day. Your New Year's Eve is whenever you decide, like February 1st is probably your New Year's Eve because it's Lunar New Year's. Like secondary partners take a different schedule and you need to be emotionally ready for that. That's why I'm saying, like, this, that is, I mean, it's cheating. When you've got a whole other partner that doesn't know that your part, your primary partner, you should, should be aware mm-hmm. of your other partners. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're sexually active with other partners, mm-hmm. because if you bring something home and they weren't expecting that, I mean, that's how people get shocked. <laughs> Well, that's how people get shot. That's how communication breaks down. But there's a very fine line. 
because there are wonderful, wonderful relationships that survive on um, what Dan Savage calls uh, um, pussy angels of mercy. <laughs> and there are wonderful relationships out there that I'll be a secondary partnership to a primary relationship for 40 years and it works great for them and we don't pass judge i don't pass judgment on that but there comes some um honey just because he gives you your rent money on the 12th instead of the 15th doesn't mean that he knows that you you, you can't expect him to be there on christmas these are trade-offs you do right i i will totally if somebody's hitting on me hardcore i'm like I gotta know your your other partner's gonna learn about me one way or another. You can tell them, or I can tell them. Well, or they already know. That's like the know, like that's the way for it, you know. Well, here's the thing: there are certain w women that were brought up. Now, granted, it's not of this current generation or the generation before them. That that's just the cost of having access to full man. Yeah. I don't care if he goes and plays cards on Saturday night or goes and sings Gina on Saturday night. As long as my BMW gets replaced every four years and he's home and the kids have a happy life, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, that's very, and that's in some ways very valid. Like, Yeah, but you've got yeah. to understand the analogy going on in that coupleship. Right. And there's, there's rules to it. Like, Yeah. And you can have like a platonic life partner somebody who you live with love dearly but not physically intimate with mm -hmm. and you know they may have as many partners as they like yeah and that may be a don't ask don't tell situation and understanding if it's a don't ask don't tell situation is totally different than having a metamorph A what? Metamore. When you and the same person is dating, you and another person is dating someone, but you two don't have a relation. You two aren't having a relationship. Yeah. So, like, my partner's other partner is your metamore. So you two may team up and go birthday shopping, or you two may team up and go to the movies and hang out and shop and bitch and complain about him, but you guys don't have a physical relationship. Right. Okay, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I've never heard it called that before. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, I recommend everybody in a relationship that is more than vanilla dogmatical monogamy go read the ethical slut matter of fact go read the ethical slut anyhow it'll help you out with your own partnership the ethical slut like i, I love that yeah i think they're on like book eight of the ethical slut because they've had to update it right and it talks about that exchange that partners rarely have especially if they're in a um heteronormal relationship yeah i mean everybody people here's the thing transparency 
Mm -hmm. If this is the person that you're mixing money with, this is somebody you've become physically in some way. Let's break it down even easier than that. If this is someone you're swapping spit with, don't care the location, you need to be talking. Right. You know, looks only get you through the 15, first 15 seconds of a relationship. Five. Especially if they wear jaded glasses like me, honey. Well, you've never seen me dressed up. It lasts me a full 15 seconds. Gotta go look up. Five seconds. Look down. Five seconds. Then look at the tits for ten. <laughs> but you're missing two of your best assets there. But anyhow. <laughs> But again, looks will only get people so far. Cuteness becomes annoyance. If it annoys you after two months of dating to wake up and find his dirty socks in the living room, you will kill him with your axe at 30 years of marriage for the dirty socks in the living room. I mean, that is something. And, you know, it's those trivial things that will drive you insane. Yes. The little incompatibilities, you have to... Work together to find a system that works for both of you. Uh huh. What like, okay, if he's leaving his dirty socks in the living room. Somebody. Yeah. If he's leaving his dirty socks in the living room anywhere and everywhere and it's driving you crazy, the fix may be just putting a basket in the in the living room. Mm hmm. In, in like range. Yeah. Get a white one, one it blends in. And two, it looks like one of those basketball nets, so it'll encourage him to toss. Yeah, like one of those big wide mouth ones. Yeah. But anyhow, let's talk dumping. What is the outside world silliest reason you ever dumped a man? Uh. But it was the last camel straw. I don't know, because I kind of walk away for some pretty decent reasons. I don't just... I, I don't just get into a relationship flagrantly, I guess, is a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I really... Like well, if I it's build not that you're leaving, like, that you ended the relationship for a flagrant reading, but it was the last straw. I'll give you mine. I dumped a guy because he couldn't make fucking coffee. <laughs> you know, that's important, though. Like... I, I can understand that one. Um, I don't know. I left my my main ex. I you know, like dating back is when I was young. Mm -hmm. I was just young. I dated them. I left because I was done. You yeah. know, just okay. Well, this isn't working out. It's long distance or, um. One time, a guy came out to me and then dumped me the next day. He's like, I think I'm bisexual. I was like, okay. And the next day, he just stopped calling me. I'm like, oh, okay. They always do that. Anytime someone goes through a major identity change, they always do that. Yeah, they do a lot of cutting off. Yeah. I think I did give... Uh, this guy I was super into... I always had to initiate contact. 
like mm-hmm. he would text me to check on me because he was a caring guy and that's why i was really into him like but we always went to his house we always you know he'd ask me where we wanted to go to eat but he um He would invite me over, mm-hmm. which seems trivial, but it's really not. Right. I'm like, okay, well, I need, I need more. Right. And that's an important reason right there is when you need more. Right. And drawing that line going up, oh, I need more X. I need more Y. Not assuming that they know that you need more. Because, and, and what I hate. And it drives me crazy that we still have this in this world that we currently have. Well, that the men should do that. The women should do that. No. You can cook dinner just as good as she can. You can pick that phone up and uh, call just as good as he can. That doesn't mean you blow his phone up at 10 a.m. when he's in the office. I don't But when I was growing up, we had like a role reversal in our house. My dad, uh, my dad stayed home. Mm-hmm. He took care of the kids. It was cheaper to have him at home than it was to have him. You know, it was more financially viable for him to stay home and take care of us mm-hmm. than it was for him to go out and get a job and pay for childcare. Yeah. And so he would do the dinner and he, he didn't really clean. He would make us do it. He'd make us do the yard work. And... Yeah. He taught you responsibility. I don't know. Um, I grew up in a household that dad worked and done a lot of things. Mom worked and done a lot of things. So I never got this memo. But apparently there's a memo that there are stuff for guys to do and there are stuff for women to do in a relationship. And it's like. Yeah, I never got uh, the memo either. Yeah, we didn't get that one. I I would think it's the generation before us. Ooh, dumping a guy for being too clingy in a heartbeat. If he gets underneath my feet, if he calls me when I'm on call. If he, you know, interrupts my appointments, he about to get fired from his relationship. Guaranteed. Yeah, that is something like if you're working, oh my God, don't, don't show up at my work. My, my mom would show up at my work just to tell me how proud she was. She would, she would come and visit me at work. I'm like, mom. But she worked there. Well, no, this isn't when she worked there, but she would visit me at work. Like, Uh uh-huh. She was not the good. only one that got by with that shit. Yeah. No. Not me. Mm-mm. Do not visit me at work. It Dude, is just, oh, that's a freaking red flag. If somebody shows up at your work mm-hmm. and causes even the slightest bit of annoyance, mm-hmm. but especially if they cause just a drop of drama, uh huh. Yep. out the door. Sorry, yep. I whistled that got the dog's attention. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry, the other thing, and I've worked from home. Hi, puppies. Oh, hey, baby. How are you? Oh, you are bad. Mommy will play with you in a little bit. Um, I work from home, and it is just within the last year that they have done it, that they have come into my office. And I still have to call Joe into my office because he knows my office is my space. You guys have your bedrooms, you guys have the living room. Stay the hell out of my office. Right. Yeah. This is my space. This is my room. Mm-hmm. 
And they're, and the, of course, I trained them coming in. Both of them have been trained coming in. I work. Phone is mine. Back when there was a house phone, I work. My work comes first. I told them first date. My work and my career comes first. Anything else comes second. That's true. But, yeah. I mean, and that's something that, that is that blue collar mentality. Don't get me wrong. There's definitely a line where work Work mm -hmm. should not invade your home life. Right. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. It's good to compartmentalize those. Yeah. I am having a lot of trouble doing that because I work from home now and I have a lot of friends and people who they call me for emergencies. And I, that's like service is my love language. So, yeah. I'll take Keen on the road. <laughs> Just remember your tarot deck. Oh, God. Oh, I made that mistake. I think I lost one of my big customers. Mm-hmm. Because I was... Go watch my video on what's in Asen's purse, and Dottie needs to get a purse and make sure she has all that stuff in there. I have been super mask lately. Super mask lately. I've been grabbing my wallet, my cell phone, and my keys. I keep well, honey, you'll need a backpack. Huh? If you're going to masculate, then you need a backpack. I need to just put a deck of cards in my car. I need to get my All car. Right. Places work. that cards belong. There should be a deck you like really easy in your glove box. There should be a deck at your mother's house. There should be a deck at your sister's house. There should be a deck in your bedroom. There should be a deck in the bathroom. There should be a deck by your desk. There should be a deck at your partner's house. I have gotten to the point where I'll just like, unless it's like a super duper like, picky client that I kind of have like I have to pull the cards for they want to know what the cards were mm -hmm. a lot of times I do my intuitive readings I don't even need the cards with me I'm like okay I can tell by the sound of your voice uh-huh well that's because it's a psychic reading right now granted I pull cards for all my clients granted I've got decks all over my house you can ask Dottie she has been to my house it looks like a fucking poker casino <laughs> I actually bought a deck of cards for you at, at uh, the Statue of Liberty, and I ended up keeping them. <laughs> That's okay, honey. That's okay. I've got Vegas cards. And I'll go to New York myself, go up to visit uh, Queen of Cups, and have a lovely discussion about stuff. And grab another deck. But yeah. You know, there are problems dating a psychic, and it depends on the type of psychic that they, you they are. Yeah, these are actually, these are great for, like, working outside because they're plastic. Uh-huh. Are they waterproof? Work. They're plastic, so, yeah, they're plastic. Awesome. And they're shiny. Ooh, don't film them on video. But, no, put that, you know, I carry a purse everywhere I go. There is spare parts in my purse for everything I need to do. Because I have read on the hood of cars, I have read at restaurant tables, I have read in bathrooms of bars, um, I have read on the side of the interstate. I've had clients come up to me at rest stops and go, I know you are headed home, but I couldn't get you at the event. Is there any way I can get a reading? I didn't get my deck. Go get yourself a soda. I'll be done in about 20 minutes. These are the things of dating me. I we originally done a video called Dating a Psychic, 
and I don't think it ever got put up on YouTube because I think it got lost when I blew up the Mega Machine. Uh, oh, we got a reading request. Sure, we need a question. And who do you want to do it, me or Dottie? Or do you want us both to attack it? Yeah. What's your question, Christina? Wait for that. Okay. Yep. Well, okay. So that I'm currently using. I'm loving. Oh, both of us. Great. What would you like to know, Christina? Will my daughter's health get better? Okay. Can we have daughter's name? What are you using, Dottie? I'm going to use this Liberty deck. Okay. I'm going to use the Native American Spiritual deck by uh, Debris. Somewhere okay. in the description or somewhere around here, there's a review of this deck. I love this deck. All right. So, 217, well above 21. Um, Chrissy is the daughter's name and wanting to know if the health would get better. You want to go first or second? Uh, you know what? I'll go ahead and go. Awesome. I see. So I've got the three of diamonds, the nine of diamonds, and the four of hearts. So I do think that this is this is going to cost money to fix. But I do see that you will have a balance soon. Um, ooh, ace of so anytime I see an ace, I think that's a good omen. I think that things will turn out right, and I do think that you will find the money you need to make that happen. All right. I'm going to go ahead and pull a full ladies fan on this one, just because I need to practice with this deck. A ladies fan? Yeah. Have you ever heard of the ladies fan spread? No. Oh, God, it's five cards and then a center card. All right, so first up out of the gate, we have the full here. There are things that are not being looked at that should be. We also have the nine of arrows being thrown at you. That's a lot of stress and a lot of um, reaction. Um, a lot of ideas, a lot of popularizations. I do feel with the two of arrows here, there are things that are not wanting to be dealt with. They have to be head on. Then we have the Eight of Cups, which means you may walk away from things, but that's okay. It will be important to walk away from them because they aren't working. We have the Queen of Cups here. There is emotional stuff that's going on. Your advice is the Justice card. So her health will get better, but it's going to be a balancing act. She's going to probably be one of the, have to become one of those people that has maintenance issues and follow diets and specific exercise programs. Okay. So, yes, her health will get better, but it's within her judgment. All right. So, Facebook user 72862. All right. This is non-terror related. I'm going to give you what I get. I think it is the whole circuitorial system. 
okay? And with it being the circuitorial system, I feel like that it's not just the heart. It's the veins also. So, yeah, it's going to be a maintenance issue, and she's going to have to be on Pacific diets. All right, so Kathy, 72862, didn't know I could ask a question tonight. I sent my mesh replacement to people who need it. Does that mean it will be settled soon? It was an email. I hope they got them and read them so we can finish. I already feel like there's going to be a complication. Uh, I'm already looking at complications. I mean, I think you've been dealing with complications, but I feel like there's always like... I don't know if this is like a computer issue or if they're just being a dick. Seven of spades, jack of clubs, queen of diamonds. Girl, you have to put your foot down. Yeah, listen to Dottie. Put your foot down, stick to standards, make sure you're giving them everything. There's a computer issue. I also feel like there's a young guy involved who is just a little on the panicky side. He thinks he's in way more control than he actually is. This is me giving you a knowing look. Mm-hmm. You want me to take over? It's your turn. Awesome. Thank you. All right. First up out of the gate, we have the four cups. There is a surprise or something not being said. We have the sun card here, which you don't like being in the center of attention, but you really need to. All right, then we have the nine of coins here. You're looking at how much money you can get, and I feel like you'll be able to. And then we have the hermit card. You also feel too much alone. Looking at the high priestess here, the advice is to hold your secrets tight and double check both worlds. You're standing in two different worlds. You're standing in a medical community and a legal community. And sometimes when those words mash, they aren't the best. So you're going to have to make sure to document the hell out of this. As far as if it will finish soon, I still feel it's April. Are you done with your Oh, no, I'm still. Okay, good night. About six minutes. Who's. Okay, what about. How about Trace? That's a love interest of hers. Ah, uh, okay. Let's take a look. Kind of look. Isn't that the wild card? Yep. It's a Joker. Yep. Ah. That's not actually a bad thing. He has a tendency no. to take like a, a lighthearted view of things, maybe to the point of being a bit almost of a detriment. Um I got the five of spades and a six of hearts. So I think there's been a lot of arguing. 
but ultimately you're gonna kind of like realize that here's like he's taking a a a bigger view of things you know the cause he's kind of look at things as a cosmic joke in a way which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing um often the joker is kind of a trump card so uh five of spades that's the arguing I feel like there's some arguing. Uh-huh. Six of hearts. We will get past this. There's a lesson there to be learned in definitely in communication, but also you know learn how to express your needs and accept the you know accept that he has needs as well. I do think that uh, I do think that things will work out, and I yep. think that uh, you know my daddy had a saying. He said sometimes you can be right or you can be happy. Right. And also for me, the six of hearts is the six of cups, which reminds me of the kiss principle of the tarot: keep it simple. Yeah. All right. Oh, Chrissy, bring out your cards. Matter of fact, on March 5th, I'm having a tarot class. If you want to learn tarot, go check out my site. I need to put together a class. I really am thinking about doing... I, I talked to the Barefoot Gypsy. Um, I talked to Paula there, the Barefoot Gypsy, about maybe doing a, uh, a, a theory of divination. So we can pick up just about any kind of divination and um, and learn it. Oh. Okay, Alyssa, I need a birthday, honey. Um, we in the U.S. have to make sure that you are over the age of 18. That's the fun part of this one. And um, thank you for sharing. Um, and I'm assuming anyone for you means you're asking if you're going to have a new relationship. All right. I'll go ahead and pull. Yeah, I got cards ready, but I gotta wait for your birthday, dear. Yep. And this will be the last one for tonight. Yep. Yeah, because we're we're going on an hour and thirty. Yeah, and we stop at an hour and thirty. Yes, that's you. Okay, so February 25th and well over the age of 18. Thank you. I do see somebody coming your way. Uh, he's got a pretty good job. A little on the young side, baby. But uh, he's a lot of fun. There's going to be, I can tell you right off the bat, though, it's going to be one of those, he's going to be working on his communication. You may both be working on your communication because y'all don't necessarily speak the same language. I don't mean that as in a literal thing. Like he, I mean, he may be have actual English problems with English, but I feel like there's definitely like, um, y'all convey your emotions in different ways. Um, and then I've got the seven of hearts, which means he may be the one. 
Alright. Alright, so let me shoot for it. Up out of the gate, we have the Ace of Cups here, which shows a new relationship. With this new relationship, you'll be seeing why you went through all the crap you did to get here. Make sure not to carry that baggage into the relationship, because I feel like with this, it'll be a balancing of minds. When I look at timing, I find that it's going to be probably within six weeks. He will be very much passionate, um, involved with everything. And then your advice here is look for the new beginnings. Make sure that, you're, that you've got what you need. Um, Dottie, do you want to take a piece overseas? It's a distinct possibility that would explain the, uh, the language barrier. I would agree. He's either overseas or of a different dialect with the star card coming here, because that's the traveler for me. So it's very possible. Yep. Okay. All right, guys. It's been fun. It's been a messy show. We love messy show. <laughs> we hope you guys liked it. Um, again, join us next month for Coffee and Tea. Look for when it will be posted. Oh. Yeah, that's that's hard to recover from, honey. So take it slow. Take it slow. My best advice is to, in a relationship is take it slow. It is a marathon, not a race. That's true. You know, it's those little compatibilities. Yep. All right, guys. Have a magical evening. If you want to reach me, you can go to asnight.com. If you want to reach Dottie, she's Dottie the Psychic on Facebook and DottieThePsychic.com. Use her on-demand buttons for the moment. She'll be up and taking appointments tomorrow. Right. I think I'm done for the night. Yep. Safe travel and That's much profit, profit to you. Good night, y'all.